Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you find yourself in the podcast world. It's that time again, WWW. What happened this week in the world? What do we think about it? Ken H. always coming to you live from Houston, Texas. Thank you so much for joining the program. And again, as always, the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world available in all the podcast surrounding areas. You find podcasts, you'll find us. Let's get started. For those new to the program, it's real simple. We're going to do a little politics, a little entertainment, a little sports, a little news from around the world, take a break from our fantastic sponsors, grateful to them always for joining us, and then talk a little bit about those events, finding interesting topics. Thank you so much, so much gratitude from me from last week's performing show on, on Midnight and that tribute to him, my lost, beloved animal uh, of 21 years you all responded so well so many of you responded with your comments i didn't know i didn't know fantastic love the paul harvey tribute format we may do that again this year as we continue to enjoy and entertain and come to you through your podcast mechanism so thanks a lot let's get started politics well if you were in america today and you happen to be traveling or <laughs> almost traveling from 5 a.m. to about 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the FAA had grounded most of those flights that needed to take off. If they were in the air, they were already okay. There was, seemed to be a glitch in the system. Rumors all over the place of what happened doesn't matter. It was just sad, but the, once again, our outstanding Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, was right on top of it telling us nothing that we didn't already know. So thanks again, but glad they got it working. Let's hope that travel can resume. Big delays, big drama, maybe can get caught up by tomorrow. Documents, those legal documents. Now President Biden has been hit by the same thing they went after Donald Trump for, was those classified documents. Now a second trove of documents have been found in the Biden offices off-site and off uh, where they should be. What did we learn? Well, we learned the same thing. Both presidents were targeted. Both presidents had documents that believed to be classified. Both presidents claim they didn't know about it. Sadly, of course, the coverage is different on both, and it depends on who you're siding with on the coverage. But it's sad that we don't come up with what is the real story, is that both men, let's just be honest and say it, who knows who packs your stuff when you move? And a million dollar bet from this personality that they had no idea what was in those boxes or where they were taken. So we claim ignorance is probably an honest statement. They probably didn't know, in fairness, either one of them. But sadly, I guess what comes to mind, and we were talking uh, with my colleague and, and, and dear friend today, it seems like they should really just come to the realization as, those documents are quite difficult to determine what's classified and what's not and what should be and should not be classified. So we'll see if they can get to the bottom of the story, but that is happening in the politics. In entertainment, Golden Globes, the golden what? Yeah, nobody seems interested anymore. The entertainment world, the celebrities in Hollywood have made such a mockery political force in their comments on their social medias that the world and certainly Americans don't seem to be interested anymore 
on celebrating them, giving themselves awards, celebrating their glorified business. The Golden Globes was at its lowest peak last night. All the ratings are in. 5.3 million people watched the show. Otherwise, nobody cared. So that's sad, but they've done it to themselves. You know those self-inflicted wounds, right? I did it to myself. I would like to take it back. Uh, too late. You've already offended most of your listening, watching audience by giving us your political views normally not so favorable by half of the country. I mean, it's only fair. Let's be honest. Half the country is in one camp. The other half is in the other camp. If you're a business person and you side with either side, you're an idiot because you've lost the other side's market and therefore not going to get their money no matter what. If you stay neutral, you could kind of do your job, do your thing, and probably get most money from both sides. But if you pick a side, it doesn't matter which side. Picking a side guarantees you'll lose the other side. That's just where we are right now, whether that's business, entertainment, which is a business, or your own company, you don't upset your clientele. And you can do that very clearly by keeping your politics back at the house. In the sports, well, lots going on, of course. The sports, NFL had one story we're going to get right back to it. The NCCA football had their championships, national championships, TCU versus Georgia. What a game. Wait a minute, was it really a game? No, it was kind of a blowout, sadly. But what I liked about it, what I'm going to mention about it, is that, of course, it was two new teams. Very excited. We had finally some new teams. It wasn't Alabama or Ohio State again. So for that, we give kudos TCU did win their chance to be there, and they should have been there because they beat Michigan. Then they blew out those teams along the way. Fantastic. So they deserve to be there. But unfortunately, when they got to meet Georgia, Georgia was just too much for them. So okay, but it was, a, it was fun to see two new teams in the national championship on the NCCA. NCCA. If you have any brain, if you were out at all, and if you watched any sports news program of any kind last week, you saw the same thing I saw. Last Monday night, a week ago, DeMar Hamlin went down after a tackle at the Buffalo Bills-Cincinnati Bengals game. The entire world stopped breathing as he stopped breathing, and for nine minutes he was given CPR on the field. Ambulance rolled onto the field. Young man, 26 years old, working a hard game, had a fantastic season. No one expected such an event. No one was ready for such an event. They postponed and then canceled the game as they should have. Any complaints or arguments for those NFL directors or whatever needs to shut up. Oops, did I just say it? Yeah, leave them alone. They did what they should have done, which was cancel the game. Was it sad? Yes. Was it frustrating? Yes. But every single thought and prayer went up for DeMar, and oh my goodness. His little charity in Pittsburgh where he was grown up and born was to fee, uh, give some gifts to the little children, those um, children that didn't have perhaps a good Christmas. $2,900 on Monday night when the injury occurred. As of today, one week later, eight plus million dollars to his charity has been raised. So, oh my goodness, the country has pulled together. Every single NFL team had a three for his number on their games, on the field, on the floor. Every single team was pulling. Prayers going up. 
And just if it story couldn't get any more incredible, he finally gets the, uh, becomes conscious. The doctors are able to talk to him through some notes and write notes to him and see how his brain has responded for being unconscious for a couple of days. His first question, who won the game? Come on. Can you possibly get any more exciting? The story just got better. Wow, wow, wow. He's now back home in Buffalo, raising some of that money, going give some of that money to the hospitals, both there in Cincinnati that helped him get well, and now in the Buffalo hospital is taking care of him. What an amazing story. What a great story. What a feel-good story. So much of our world right now is negative and difficult and difficult, difficult. What a great story for at least a week. We hope it can continue, but what a great story to carry on and give everybody some hope and some prayers and you know it's hard truthfully hard not to hear some of those parts of that story and not tear up and if you can hear that and not tear up i'd like you to go to a hospital and check your heart and check your heartbeat because it's just an amazing story and everybody knew that was an unusual wasn't a leg broke wasn't a concussion you don't lose consciousness you don't have your heart stop in a sporting event. That's the ultimate fight for your life. So everybody knew it. Everybody was praying and watching from the second they realized what was happening. So well done NFL cancel the game. Well done fans to support. Well done Damar for getting back into some good health and we look forward to seeing you in your life and continue your growth and we are so excited that you made us realize what's more important and the things that are important. What's important? Well, if you haven't traveled this year, it's only January, but let's go ahead and get started. Travel Leisure Magazine is going to help you make sure you have an amazing trip. You can send and call an email or call right now, Travel Leisure Magazine, 866-737-8037. Great friends of the program, been, been friends of the program for four years. $29.99 is going to get you 12 issues delivered right to your house. If you call right now, reach out right now, you're going to get a discount, going to get a big discount. www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today. Well, let's also talk about what's going on in the world. In the world, the United Kingdom found a dirty bomb in Heathrow Airport today. What? That's right. The business, the bomb, uh, it was uranium, of course, had no business being in the UK, had no business being delivered to where it was. It was not in Richmond. It could not be a bomb. It could not blow up anything, but it certainly would be used for nothing more. It was not big enough to be used for anything but creating a dirty bomb. They captured the bomb, they captured the materials, they captured the people, and we have some happy endings. But wow, we haven't heard such a story in a long, 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 long time. They are still trying to get mayhem and struggling frustrations around the world, those bad people trying to do bad things. They buried the ex-pope in Rome this week. And if you're in Ukraine and you're a soldier, you're going to be coming to my home state of Oklahoma at Fort Sill. 
hundred troops from the Ukrainian army are going to be traveling to Oklahoma, Fort Sill, and learn how to do and use the Patriot missile system. So I'm excited that I have some guests coming to Oklahoma where I was born and raised, and we'll see what happens. For those that are in the energy world and they want to continue to talk about the uh, climate change, hey, maybe you should take a back seat. The Earth's ozone layer is slowly starting to heal. That's right, slowly starting to heal. In fact, the ozone layer is growing at a rate right now that the United Nations Health Organization and those that are watching the ozone business would say that that hole over Antarctica, where the ozone has had a, had a little space, might grow back and close up within the next 43 years. What? So those ozone people, climate change people, maybe should take a break for a little bit. Things are getting better. What? That's right, getting better. So, if you're new to the program, we're going to start talking about something that normally I would have mentioned already. But tonight is a new night in the sense that we're going to talk about something that I read this week. And it's a heartfelt story because I started a book club where I live. And one of the individuals in the book club said, did you hear about that story in Dallas where that guy, Bill Chimamir, 48-year-old guy, was arrested? And they think... He's responsible for killing 24 old people at a 55-plus senior citizen home. What? In fact, they're so convinced, perhaps, that they got him that they've opened up the case of 750 other seniors that have died unattended in this time frame from March of 2018 to 2023. And this serial killer may finally be stopped. Why would you bring up this story, Kent? Well, I bring up the story because of several things. Several things happening in fairness. Several things happening that I'm working. I live and deal with a lot of 55 plus people. I deal with them because I'm in a regular place where I can see and talk to them. I also have a mother who's in a senior facility. She has dementia. Those that are new to the program, that's new for you. Those that are familiar with the program, they know exactly what I'm talking about. My sister-in-law, her son, and another cousin work at the facility. So my mother, I'm very confident, has some family staff watching after her. What's interesting about this story to me is because of what I know from the stories of my own situation with my mother and father or the other stories that I've read about. If you have your parents in an, an elderly facility or a nursing home or an assisted care or assisted living home and you don't visit, the stories have been quite clear. The staff who have no affection or affinity towards your family relative, sadly, may not care so much. But for those that are visited by family or friends or loved ones or a spouse on a regular basis, know that that person is going to be watched 
looked after, seen regularly. And so their attention and care is on those individuals. My point, if you've been blessed and are blessed to have your parents still alive, I would encourage you to go by and see them as often as you can. A, for the stories and the excitement that you can get from them still. A, from the stories and gleaning excitement that you can raise and remind them that they are not alone. From those exact people that have raised you, nurtured you, and helped you grow to be the person you are today are by themselves. And they could use your love and support and care. But more importantly, the staff will know you're coming and they'll make sure your mother or father or aunt or uncle is cared for, looked after, changed, fed regularly because somebody's going to check on their work at the facility and somebody's going to come by and check and make sure they are doing their job towards your loved one. And I can assure you I have so much peace and calm to go to bed every night knowing with my heart that my mother has the care that she deserves the care that we pay for but certainly the care that is warranted by a loved one to a loved one so we hope that you don't ever have to experience this serial killers drama and you have a disaster on your hands because your loved one has passed away at a home or a facility or where you have kept them or put them but we also want to make sure you know you're the only one that can determine that again because you visit because you're coming to watch because you're coming to care for your loved one they know you're coming and they'll take extra care on those days don't tell them surprise them that's the best way to make sure that they take care of her every day, take care of him every day, take care of them all the time, because they don't know where the bill payers coming and when they come. I deal with these 55 plus people every day, just had a phenomenal evening again, so many laughs, so many stories, so much fun. I have a blast talking and sharing stories and we went down the count oldest to the youngest of course I'm the youngest and we just laugh and talk about so many things and so many stories and so much rich history these individuals have and share and stories and they don't care at this stage in their life they don't care folks they were pulling the ladies were pulling off their wigs just to show you they don't care they all had beautiful wigs and were fun but they don't care it was just very fun to be around people that have such an appreciation of life a love of life a love of themselves a confidence of their own being and they're not bothered if you see them with their wig without their wig they don't care and it was just fun. Had story upon story about their kids, their grandkids, themselves, their travels, their journeys, what music we all liked, what music we didn't like. Those in the book club were talking about the books they were going to read. That's how we got on this 55 plus serial killer story tonight because a couple mentioned on Monday 
that they had heard about that and we're in that facility so they watch it and wanna it's just amazing fun and I understand your feelings I know because I have a mother in that kind of facility but then the exciting part they brought in these dolls these little baby dolls five baby lifelike looking baby dolls and the women including my mother grabbed this these dolls and loved on them talked to them cuddled them kissed them nurtured them as if they were real it was a sight I've got video and I've got pictures and it was so exciting to see my mother and full of life to care for this little baby talking to it making sure the socks are on and the clothing is right just amazing visual to see I asked my sister-in-law I said can they have a real I mean could they have a real doll she's like no 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 I don't know what do I know I don't know so I didn't okay okay thanks sorry sorry don't get mad at me but then the story came this week because she said you know Kent this is why we can't give them real babies I said why because two sisters got in an argument and the one sister hit the other one over the head with the baby <laughs> and the other sister went home mad rolling down the hall angry and upset that she was hit in the head by the baby so now I get it I understand slow to the class but slow to learn but I do learn but what a moment so I'm going to tell you with my heart of hearts thank you so much for joining us and if you have some parents in that kind of a situation if you yourself are having to make that decision if you have parents that you know are going to have to be going to that facility make sure it's close to your house so you can go by often go by swing by see it when my father was alive he was down the street and he was there every single day to see his brushing bride every single day he was there to make sure his wife saw him and now he's gone and so we put him away from that facility six hours away from both Doug and Julie and myself so that we now know she's close by close by our relatives close by them close by some assistance that we can have on a regular basis so do a couple of those things. Enjoy the old people that you have in your life. Enjoy the 55 plus people you have in your life. They are full of joy and life and stories and they are interested, willing, eager to share with you a story or two. Take advantage of it. Stop for a minute and listen to someone tell you a story of life tell you a story or a historical moment that you probably didn't even know and they love to party we're gonna have a Super Bowl party that party's on my birthday oh my gosh didn't know my birthday's on President's Day Lincoln's birthday okay my birthday's on Martin Luther King Day all of a sudden it was all about birthdays when's your birthday when's your birthday enjoy these times folks again we started with so many stories about around the world and around America so much negativity and yet there are some joyful loving fun life changing stories right in your backyard I guarantee it right around where you are 
So I'm going to share with you no more tonight. I'm going to tell you again, thank you always for listening. I appreciate you more than you know. I loved reading your cards, your emails, and your notes about midnight last week. What a great tribute and a wonderful moment for me to kind of close that chapter of 21 years to the most faithful, incredible animal I've ever had in my life. I always used to tell people I'm a single parent of a 26-year-old dot, dot, dot horse. But those faithful program already knew that's the way I described myself. Those knew the program, yeah, that was me. But thank you again, because remember, at the end of the day, the stories we share, the difficulties, the heartaches, the joys, the pleasures, we do it because we're all in this together. We in the program, as always, thank you for coming. It is January, the second week of the month and of the year. We wish you nothing but great success. This has been WWW, What Happened This Week in the World, and What Do We Think About It? I'm Ken H., and it is the fastest 25 minutes in the podcast world. See you next week.